Hello, everyone, and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, co-host with Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. And Solid Steps Radio is a show that was made intentionally almost five years now, if you can believe this, five years ago. It's flying by, brother. To have an audience for men. And we know a lot of ladies listen, and that's great. But we also knew we wanted to reach men specifically because we're really good at talking about sports, weather, and politics. But we're not as good at or intentional at, how about that, talking about the things that matter even more. And one of the things that we talked about, we've seen, if you've been listening to our show regularly, we've had a series of recently about soul care. When I said those words, some men, all of a sudden, their ears just, you know, I could hear them closing up. Like, soul care, that's, whoa, man, that's kind of like touchy feel stuff. Oh, you're going deep. Yeah. <laughs> And so my, my response to that is you were made to go deep by a deep God. And if you're not going deep, you're not really being a man. How about that? <laughs> now, when I say that, that's a deep is, it's really relative, right? I mean, a lot of people can say this or that. So our point is, are you looking at your inner world, the unseen, the invisible, trying to be made visible in our relationships with other people? And that's what we talk about soul care. What we mean, we mean is, are you taking care of your heart, your mind, your inner world, that isn't seen because guess what, guys? Whatever's going on in your inner world is affecting your outer world. <laughs> and so you're saying and acting what you're saying and acting because of what's going on inside your heart and mind. So that being said, Kurt has ventured off the past few years to have a great soul care retreat, a two-year run where you it's a two-year retreat, which we'll talk more about the details of that. Four retreats a year, one a quarter to get away for 24 hours to just get alone with God and other believers. So we're going to talk more about that today. Two, our two guests have went through that journey, and uh, we're just talking about their experiences. So, you know, Chad, by the way, uh, you have been with me now uh, in through two. Right. I went through it uh, year, four years ago. Dude, and then, yeah, this is yeah. like four years. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Uh-oh. Are you being transformed? It is a slow process, but yes, <laughs> it is happening. Well, we've we've got uh, Tom Harper here, and Tom's been on the show before. Welcome, brother. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, great to have you back. And we got Matthew Pryor. Matthew, you've been uh, uh, you you actually got done almost two years ago. Yep. You went through the uh, the Soul Transformational Retreat or Soul Care Retreat, and so we're gonna just pick you guys' brains, and uh, you know what. Uh, so my question, my first question to you guys is when, when, when you, when you think of soul or as John Ortberg in his book called soul keeping, um, what enters your brain as men? The way I look at it is looking inside, you know, I was thinking on the way up here, like how would I describe what the soul is in, in a way that that makes sense without getting all like mystical and, you know, uh, really deep theology. And the, the analogy that, that occurred to me was that we always see with our eyes, like physically, we, we see the world, we see people and we, we tend to have a self-centered view because we're seeing everything from our perspective. We, we blame people. We try to seek their approval. Uh, we, you know, we, we try to make them like us. And when we look inward, we can't really use those same eyes. We have to use spiritual eyes. And we're looking at ourselves even better than looking in a mirror. It's, it's looking at through God's eyes. What does he see when he looks inside us? And 
that's the stuff that you really mine out of us in this retreat that I found so valuable. Mm. Uh, I mean, what you're describing, I read a book years ago by Gordon McDonald called Ordering Your Private World. And like, yes, so that, I mean, that is a a kind of a little piece of kind of what we're talking about here. How do we, as as men, how do we uh, look into our inner world? Matthew, when you, uh, so almost, you know, two years ago, you jumped into the retreat. What, when you hear soul or soul keeping, uh, what, what triggers in your brain? Well, before the retreat, it would, I would have had a different answer because it's one of those nebulous kind of, you know, it's there, you know, it's kind of running the show, but you really can't put your finger on it. But now I would say it's the truest version of you. It's the thing that's worth putting more time into than any other part of you. It's not your heart, although heart is part of you. It is the part that, um, you know, Christ came to save and he values uh, above all else. And we should uh, put more value in it ourselves than what we do. So... Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, the Bible says a lot about the soul. Um, it's mentioned over and over again in the Old and New Testament. It, it's, uh, I, I'm just, I got a verse here, uh, Psalm 19 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. Mm. And even you, you just even that little phrase, reviving the soul. What, what, I mean, what does that mean? Yeah, revival, you always hear that as a rah-rah spiritual um, awakening, you know, that, that is, that has happened several times in history and it's always had a ripple effect throughout culture. And, but when, when you look at, um, what does that mean for me personally? What's a personal revival? If I'm already a, a Christian, how do I become revived and, and revived is just like new life, you know, mm-hmm. uh, filling me with energy. And one way that I have found to do that is to look it's to be introspective and to look inside and to have a magnifying glass out and to have God's word help guide me as, as I do that. And as, as I start to understand more about myself, more about what, what God knows about me that I'm learning, of how sinful I am, you know, my tendencies, my habits, and I see what he is prescribing for me in his word, I can start to feel the fresh wind coming back, you know, the Holy Spirit is, is sometimes described as a wind. And when the Holy Spirit is invited more into my life, I can just feel his life reviving me again. And there's, I, it, to, to, to do that, there's certain practices, there's certain things that we need to engage in. I, I love what Psalm 23 says, you know, we're very familiar with this Psalm. I mean, almost all of our listeners could probably quote at least the first part, the Lord is my shepherd. And then he goes on to say, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He, he leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. And this was uh, written by King David. And basically he's describing the condition of his soul. Matt, when you, when you hear that or when you have read that, when when you think of he restores my soul, what is he saying about the condition of his soul? Well, that it needs restored, right? And revive. I mean, when I think of revive, I think quite literally breathing life into something that is somewhat lifeless. So, and and also to backtrack a little bit, 
this is David, and he's about as manly as it gets. And look how much time he spent talking about heart and soul issues in scripture. So any aversion we might have to dig into this, we need to just toss out the window because David spent a lot of time on it. But he was a man's man. He was a man's man. And I, I kind of agree with Chad a little bit that if you're not willing to dive into this stuff, then, you know, you've got some work to to do. So, so that begs the question, why in the world did you guys personally go, okay, I'm going to jump into this two-year experience, a, a retreat every quarter. And, uh, you know, I mean, why did you, Tom? Well, part of it was that I, I have been really <clears throat> close to your ministry further still from a, from a big picture, you know, working with you, strategizing, and this Soul Retreat was the one area that I hadn't really experienced yet. You know, I I, I wanted to have a, a firsthand experience. So that was the first reason, you know, and, and I just, and I, it felt like the right thing to do. But I'll tell you, whenever you decide that you want to do something that's really important for your soul, for your spiritual growth, you're going to have every reason that comes at you to not do it. <laughs> and, and a lot of those reasons start, in, you know, in, in our own soul <laughs> that, that needs revived. It is like you said, man, it's a little lifeless and it's the dead parts that are resisting, not to mention the sin in my life, not, not to mention the, the, the enemy himself, not to mention just all kinds of circumstances in life. And so sometimes, sometimes we need someone to ask us to do this. And, you know, you, you had asked me if I wanted to do this and I had never really thought about doing it. I just, I, I just knew something about it, but when you, you gave me that specific ask. It was like a light bulb that that turned on, and and it was like, yes, now's the time because I've done done a couple other things. I did DC years ago, uh, the discipleship curriculum, and uh, and when I was asked to do it, you didn't ask me at the time. It was someone else, but I was I was like, no way, I'm going to do this. And he kept pressing me, uh, and then. Looking back on it, that was one of the times in my life where I, I there was no way I could have done it, but somehow God carved the time out of my life to do it. Mm-hmm. So I had already had that experience, and I knew that if I would dive in, like you said, Chad, you know, to really uh, embrace this this process, that that God would make it happen, and He did. Mm. What about you, Matthew? Actually, Matthew, before you answer that, we're I'm going to have you do it in the next segment. So we're going to take a break and come back. And over the next three segments, we're going to talk more about some of the the detailed, uh, some of the disciplines that this retreat taught uh, these men and what they took from it. And just some bigger picture, but also some down to the details of how their day-to-day life may be a little bit different. So we're going to be back for three more segments here on Solid Steps Radio. Hello, and welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you didn't hear the first one and you're just tuning in, we're talking about soul care. And we're talking about what that means in the life of a man or woman. And uh, we've got a couple guests on here talking about their journey through a four-year, excuse me, a two-year, uh, four-year. You've four, been in four years. Yeah, listen, <laughs> two years, four retreats a year. And these guys have been through that. And we want to also thank our sponsors before we go down the road any longer here. l Credit Union has been a local lender and uh, in the Louisville, Kentuckyana area for decades. And they have been a sponsor of our show, but they also help folks with their commercial, private, residential checking savings. l Credit Union, 
They will take care of you. Vision First Eye Care. If your eyes need some help, whether it's glasses or contacts, Vision First, 11 different cities, six Louisville locations that Vision First is in, and they will take care of your eyes, not just a person, excuse me, not just a set of eyeballs, but a person, and Frank Enterprises. Uh, if you need any septic tank, landscaping, or wastewater management, Frank Enterprises is the company for you. So, you know, Chad, as we talk about soul, whether you ever come to our soul retreats or not, our hope and our prayer is that our listeners will will begin to take a look and do what, I, I love what John Orberg says, soul keeping, that you, looking in inward and begin to say, hey, how, how am I doing inward? How is my soul? And um, am I taking care of it? And am I taking care of my inner world? And uh, so, Matt, when you were thinking about jumping into the soul journey, um, what intrigued you and what was, uh, what was going on in your life that, that you would say, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into this thing in a two-year deal. Why, why would you do that? Well, I was kind of in a, a little bit of a spiritual valley at the time, and I didn't know necessarily that it was a valley or how deep it was. I just knew that I was uh, off, um, and it wasn't a midlife deal, midlife crisis or anything. It was, I just knew something was off. And so I, I would say, and this may be a cop-out answer, but I think it was just the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I think he knew that I needed this. I needed to do some hard work, some dirty work, and to look uh, beneath the hood to see why am I in this valley and um, what his plans are for me and how to help me get out of the valley. Um, so, I, you know, that's, I jumped in and, and, and plus, like I said earlier, it's just not a, a Bible study topic that I've spent a lot of time you know, I, t- I tend to do more practical sort of things, you know, child rearing or how to, you know, be a better husband or professional, you know, that sort of thing. But it's such, um, you know, a misunderstood or just not a topic that's covered much that it, that also intrigued me. And plus, I like the idea that this wasn't six weeks and then move on to the next study. This was going to be two years. And quite honestly, it's not a two year journey. I mean, it's two years is like, OK, now you're ready to start. So we're going to equip you and now you get to do this the rest of your life. Well, and that's the beauty that it is. It takes, we, we think so many times in the evangelical and the American church world that if, you know, we take a three week class or a four week class and we're going to really, you know, and that's why we really do a two year journey because it, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus, but it takes time Mm -hmm. and doesn't take weeks it doesn't take months it takes years mm. as this what we what we talk about the this the slow steady work of god in our lives and that's why it's years but after the two years matthew mm-hmm. you <laughs> sent your wife I did not send her. <laughs> I suggested to her that I think she would, um, there would be a lot of fruit in this for her as well. Because she, you have to remember, she just heard me in my, you know, 12 words a day sort of summary of what, how was it? Oh, it was good. You know, but then she, she could see changes, right? Or see me thinking or whatever. So in a way, it wasn't fair for me to be going through this and for her not to have some better idea what's going on. Uh, you know, every quarter and why is he, you know, 
the the way he is. So, but also I thought, you know, this, it would intrigue her and the books that we were reading, um, I thought would be, and she's a much bigger reader than I am, I thought would be uh, beneficial for her as well. And so she thought, yeah. And you know what a joy is, is to see your wife there with two or three or four of her dear friends Mm -hmm. and they just um, have a absolute blast together. Um, two of them were here, you know, la- uh, we had, we did our show and, um, we always have guys, almost always have guys, but once in a blue moon, we have some ladies and, um, a couple of those ladies shared last week. Um, my question to you, Tom, is in the retreats that we have done, uh, what retreat has been maybe the most beneficial to you? Well, I don't know if it was actually split into two or if I'm just, I've combined both into one in my, my mind, but um, soul rest and, and Sabbath and solitude, you know, I, like I said, they might've been split up, but in, in my mind, in my life, they all flowed together, which is part of the beauty of the whole retreat. All the sessions and, and the retreats flow together and they, they fit together. Um, but you know, right now we are what seven months into COVID. I don't know when this will be aired. <clears throat> there will be people that will hear it after COVID or in the late later stages. And <clears throat> but I, I can tell you that going through what I've gone through the past seven months with my business and with my my family has been, I would say, the most stressful part of my life. And and to me, that's saying a lot. And as I look back on my experience in in the soul retreat, I, I can see some some foundational groundwork that the Holy Spirit was laying and reinforcing, and and that was the the, the rest and and the Sabbath because one of the best weapons against this this time of unrest and time of stress and tension and uncertainty about the future is resting on on the rock. And letting the Holy Spirit fill me with with His peace, you know, Jesus said His His yoke is light, is is easy, and His burden is light, and that's what I've been trying to hold on to mm-hmm. during this time. And again, a lot of what I, I I try to do in that area, and what I let ask the Lord to do, was built up in into these retreats, and so. Many of you listening and or watching probably have experienced similar things in your lives right now, and and one of the biggest benefits has been, well, twofold. One is studying and and learning about how to rest, how to how to put Sabbath Sabbath into your life, and how to find peace. Uh, but the second thing, which was a little more unexpected, was that just physically going to Country Lake Retreat, having an overnight having some time of silence that you mandated, you know, you, you told us we had to be quiet was actually part of the soul rest, you know? And, and when I, when I look back on that, I'm like, you know, that actually felt like a retreat and, and it really built into me. Um, I have been doing this now for almost six years and every quarter, even though I'm doing primarily all the teaching, uh, along with my buddy here, um, it's it's I I look forward to it. There is there's this piece of silence and solitude and rest. Yes, I love what Ruth Haley Barton says in her book uh, Sacred Rhythms that the soul for many people 
the, we are more weary and tired at the soul level than we recognize or can really believe and, and understand. And I think you're, you're describing that. Yeah. Um, Matt, what about you? What, uh, what was most beneficial to you? I'm going to let you share just a little bit and then we'll have to take a break in, in a minute or so, but start us off. What was most beneficial to you as you went through the two year journey? Uh, I would, probably say because of COVID right now, I also resonate with the solitude and the stillness. But I have to wonder in 10 years from now, whatever life may bring us, it may end up being at that time, a different one would resonate. But right now with how chaotic everything is, um, that one has been the most beneficial. I mean, there's other ones like um, Enneagram, where I was realized that I'm suppressing my uh, decision making from my gut, which is something I've learned not to do. And now my wife has asked me, well, what's your gut say? And then we go with that. And those things are great. But right now, I think it's the stillness. I think um, without it, I kind of hate to think where, you know, where I'd be right now or where my family would be right now, just um, taking every thought captive and, and being alone and being having our soul at rest, knowing God is sovereign. Yeah, um, Chad, I think in the, all the people that have gone through this journey with us, I, I think that people would resonate with both of what you are saying, this, this, this piece of rest, this piece, I, because I don't think we know how to rest really well. Um, a biblical perspective. I, there's a reason why God on the seventh day, he rested. And I mean, God doesn't, the Bible says he doesn't sleep nor slumber. I mean, God doesn't need rest, but there's this principle that God ordains in uh, in the in the beginning of time, in, in, in creation. And what I like is that it's built into every retreat. Yeah. You know, this rhythm of rest. It's very intentional that we are not doing this nonstop teaching. You're going to session after session after session after session. Um, No, there is built-in time to rest, reflect, to to go take a nap, to go take a walk, to you know reflect and uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why we do that. So we're going to take a break and come back for two more segments. And if you're thinking, "Ah, I don't know if how important this is. I ask you, what is the greatest commandment according to Jesus? It's to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And my question is, if your soul is in good condition or bad condition, does it affect the greatest commandment? How well you love God. So, yes, you said, ooh, okay. So you need to go to furtherstillministries.org and there is a link in there to get more information about the, we're going to start this, you're going to start the coming January of January. 2021 mm-hmm. and everybody wants to get out of 2020 as quickly as possible. This is a good excuse to do that. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our third segment of today's show on Solid Steps Radio. If you're just tuning in or you're accidentally popping in and say, hey, what is this? We are a show that, talks about the things of God. And we believe here at Solid Steps Radio that you are not walking truly in your destiny if you're a man or a woman, if you are not walking with God, with the person of Jesus Christ, who is God. And uh, we believe that here and taking those steps. uh, It's a journey and it's step by step. And we're talking today about soul care step by step. And what does that look like to live a life of intentionality with your soul? And we want to thank our sponsors, Bright Star Home Care, They're a great organization that if you have a loved one who needs in-home help, whether it's 
just a visit a week or 24-7 care, Bright Star Home Care can take care of you on that. Dan Hart Financial, if you want to have if you want to have retirement or something that looks like a retirement and you want to find out what that should look like and you want a free assessment of where you are in your retirement, Dan Hart Financial can take care of that. Uh, Southern Smoke Catering, barbecue, southernsmokecatering.com. It is a uh, catering-only barbecue company, and Chris Hadley and his crew do, does a fine job with their briskets and everything else. And so we thank them for being a sponsor. And also Iroquois Family Dental, Eric Veal and his crew. They've got two locations in the Louisville area. If you need a dentist that's family-friendly, Iroquois Family Dental. So, you know, Chad, as you're, as you're promoing all our sponsors, and we're so grateful for those guys, um, I was thinking about, as we're talking about retreats, you know, if you look at it, it, we don't really see the word retreat in, you know, the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But what, if you begin to look kind of in between the lines and like, he just did a retreat <laughs> with his disciples. Oh, my goodness. In fact, I love what Dr. Dan Spader says. Uh, there are multiple retreats that Jesus is doing with his disciples for ongoing transformation and uh to be recharged. In Mark chapter six, he says to his disciples, let's come away by ourselves so that we can get refreshed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, we need we need some rest. Um, and that's why, that's why we do what we do. Matt, I want to go back to you um, because your wife is now in it. Mm-hmm. And um, from your perspective, or maybe, maybe in her words, what would you say she would voice is the most beneficial piece uh, maybe for you or for her or both. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably the same, um, my answer and roughly her answer, but she, b- before any of this, it, she had just been impressed upon the Holy spirit to, by, by the Holy spirit to be more still like she didn't know where it came from, but this was just heavy on her heart for a year, maybe two years leading up before the retreat ever started. So then you start doing these retreats and she would say it's probably um, exactly what she needed, but not necessarily what she would have wanted because it's hard and any new discipline is hard. And when um, practicing that stillness and what the the Holy Spirit was already kind of working with was uh, affirming to her um, so much so that most days uh, she'll get up, you know, at five o'clock in the morning to have that time before her, she goes off for her day. So imagine now we've got all this craziness with COVID and we've got work and we've got kids at home doing school, online school and all this. And then you don't know what's going to happen in the summer. Um, well, out of nowhere, our nine-year-old uh, was diagnosed with epilepsy. So one day he's normal and the next day he's having seizures. Mm. And when you look back, we're so grateful that that stillness was taught to us because without that groundwork, it, I mean, it's hard enough not being taken captive by fear, mm. but when you can go to this place of stillness and just reminding yourself who's in control, who, um, who created Silas in his mother's womb, who knew this day would come. It is so affirming to know and to have that tool there. And, um, and so, and again, what I was mentioning earlier about, I don't know how these tools will play out in the future, but I'm so grateful that we're learning them now to help us down the road with whatever life is going to throw at us. You know, 
you mentioned uh, be still. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not this God up in heaven who who is, you know, wanting us to, you know, be quiet and have no fun. And no, this is about, I have, I have a life abundant for you. Mm-hmm. I have this life of, of fullness for you. And part of that is to um, learn how to become to be still. And uh, I, I shared re- recently with a group of folks, and they go, well, I'm, not, I'm just not very good at that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my response was, I, I can actually go shoot basketball and, and free throws and actually have been pretty good over the years, but I haven't picked up a basketball in about eight months. And if I go out to shoot baskets right now, I, I would not shoot free throws very well. But if you let me practice a little bit, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And the same is true for the spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. And one of those is to be still and to learn how to rest. And um, so anyway, I, I, I want to encourage our listeners. It, it doesn't come naturally. Mm-hmm. This isn't something we wake up and go, yeah, I, I scripture memory, um, being still, silence and solitude, um, you know, the spiritual practice, they just come so easily for me. I just get up in the morning and just, what about you, brother? Yeah, it's a learn process. It's, I, I say it's a muscle that if you don't use, it's like your muscles. If you haven't picked up a weight in months and you go to the gym, all of a sudden your muscle lets you know, I'm here and you have not been using me. Two weeks later, two months later, when you're working that muscle up, it gets bigger, it gets stronger, and it doesn't get as sore. These are spiritual muscles. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Tom, what about you? What, uh, you? You mentioned, you know, stillness, uh, Sabbath, rest. What else has been really beneficial in this journey? Well, you know, you were just talking about spiritual practices, and I know we don't like to use the word discipline, and even you know, in in that same sentence, like spiritual disciplines, because it can seem like it's you know we're being bad, and we have to, we have to be disciplined, <laughs> but. You know, in a lot of our lives, you know, we're living so chaotically, especially right now, that the word discipline has new meaning. It means routine. It means make sure I do this every day. Make sure I'm paying attention to this thing more often than I use than I usually do on my own. And so, in this rhythm of of, of coming to this retreat every quarter, that's a discipline in and of itself because I have a schedule. And I'm staying disciplined on that schedule. And in between, there's stuff I'm going to read. There, there's a book. You know, um, there's things. You know, we. I would get together with my my table group, and and we would meet and have coffee, and and that became a routine. You know, it it it, it was part of the, the the discipline, the routine, and the process of going through the soul journey. So I just I, I wanted to mention that you know, kind of from a structural standpoint, how important it is to. Um, to hit this every quarter and then to let it sort of bake in, in, in between each retreat, you know, to settle, to digest, to, to sift, um, you know, it's kind of like panning for gold. You, you, you keep shaking all the water and then all the, all the sediment comes out. And then what's left are the tiny little nuggets that you couldn't see when you first started, you know, swinging that, that tray around. That's a great analogy. You know, I, I, I love the word rhythm. I think um, what you're describing is rhythm. And I, I love one of the books we read is called Sacred Rhythms, because really what we're after, alluding to what you said earlier, Matthew, um, that it's not just for these two years. Mm. It's for the rest of our life that we live and walk in a rhythm that's life-giving. Mm. 
a rhythm that is uh, experiencing the fullness of God, a rhythm that replenishes and restores and revitalizes our soul. And if we if we have a rhythm that um, is is lived out in such a way, man, how refreshing not only to ourselves but to those around mm-hmm. us. Yeah. They they see a life giving person because you're living with rhythm, mm-hmm. and I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, Tom. yeah, and and part of that is like what you're saying, Chad. You know. When, when you work out, you, you get into a routine and you start working that muscle and then you people notice, hopefully, that I've been working out, right? Uh, and if they notice I've been paying attention to my soul, they're going to see like what you said earlier, Matthew, you know, about my, my, my wife is noticing some changes in me. And that's the same concept. You know, if, if we do it the regularity and rhythm and routine, it's, it's like exercising the body. You're going to see results. And if you stay disciplined with that rhythm, you're, you're, you're going to come out stronger. Yeah, I think that's so true. Let me ask you this uh, real quick, and then we'll, huh? we'll take a break. What has been the most difficult piece of the retreat? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump mm-hmm. it to Matthew first. Um, I would say um, learning to uh, have grace with myself. Mm-hmm. And you were very good about all that. You know, grace, grace, grace. But still, it's just hard. We can be our own worst critic. Well, we, we use some language. What, what is the language of you? Be gentle with yourself. Yeah. So just, you know, cause you want to be good at something right away, but you, you only get good at things you do. So I, a lot of these were new to me. And so just being patient with myself and recognizing that uh, God doesn't have the same timetable <laughs> that I might have. And he's not really interested in mine. So just being okay with the progress as it comes. Yeah. We're, we're all in process. Mm-hmm. Be gentle with ourselves because Jesus is gentle with us. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a break and come back for one final segment. And if you want to hear this show in its entirety, commercial free, thanks to our great sponsors, you can go to soundcloud.com. You can go to iTunes uh, for podcasts and you can just go to Facebook, our Facebook page and type in Solid Steps Radio and you can hear all of our shows posted on Monday and a big list of those commercial free. We're going to take a break. We'll be back for one final segment talking about soul care and also give you an opportunity to how can you go on this journey formally, maybe with on the retreat or know someone who might. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is our fourth and final segment of today's show. It's flown by. If you want to hear all this, go to SoundCloud, iTunes, or Facebook. Type in Solid Steps Radio, and you'll hear them show the show in its entirety, thanks to our great sponsors like the Southeast Outlook. That is a publication that has been around for decades, and they write the story that God is writing. They cover those stories, whether it's in Louisville area or around the world. Uh, the Southeast Outlook, Veritech Generators. If you're heading in, we're heading into winter. And if ice storm comes, do you have any power backup? Veritech Generators can give you free quotes and maintenance on your current generator. And then Executive Elevators. If you want to stay in your home and yet first floor master bedroom is down on the first floor or it's not on the first floor and you got to go up and down steps or know someone that does, but you want to stay put, Executive Elevators is another option. So, uh, and also I want to remind our listeners, we're talking about the soul care retreat that Further Still Ministries puts on with Kurt uh, in his ministry. Uh, Christmas is coming up. And if you go, I have no idea what to get my spouse. I want to get something special. Tell them you're going to give them the gift of time. 
you're going to give them four retreats next year and then four retreats the next following year, eight retreats, time away from kids and work. What a great Christmas gift. gift. Go to furtherstillministries.org. Or you can do this, which is really cool. Uh, do Give that as a gift and you both come. Uh, we've got uh, couples that come. We have, uh, you know, Tom, you have come by yourself. Matthew, you've come by yourself and then you have... Um, encouraged. Mm-hmm. You didn't send Kim. You encouraged her, and now she's uh, been a part of it. And uh, so we have all kinds of uh, different options. But they, it is a great uh, Christmas opportunity. Matthew, I want to come back to you and talk about uh, the most difficult piece for you was this whole giving yourself grace. Mm-hmm. And we use this phrase, you know, be gentle with yourself because God is gentle with mm-hmm. us. Um, what would you say? As you watch Kim, what would be the most, um, what would be the true for her? I think she would resonate with that some, but I also think even though, and maybe because it's been the most beneficial, being still has probably been the hardest. Maybe that's why the Holy Spirit uh, was working on her years before the retreat. And we're both kind of, you know, high productivity. We're both analytical. We both like to be doing things and and then to be told that it's productive to not be doing things is um, is hard, and 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 trusting the process is hard. But then once you start trusting the process, and you are flexing those you know spiritual muscles and those uh, the discipline of being still, and then you start seeing some of the fruit and seeing that yeah, I needed this, my soul needed this. Uh, then you can start, you know, practicing it more and more, but getting to that point where you're okay with it and that you believe in it and that God has uh, a purpose for it, that can be challenging. So, but uh, like I said earlier, she does it nearly every day now. It's part of her routine, part of her rhythm. And I, I doubt she will ever, it will ever not be. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's so encouraging. I, you know, I think we, we sometimes in America, in this country, we're so product production oriented, which is a beautiful thing. I'm not about not being productive, but we we miss out on sharpening the saw. Hmm. If we if we're running a chainsaw, and I've done that many times over the years, um, taking the time to have the saw blades sharpened. Okay, I'm not I'm not, but I'm not cutting. I'm not I'm not being productive. No, I am being productive. Mm-hmm. And um, God can do immeasurably more many times than we can even ask or imagine when we are silent and quiet and rest and have that mm-hmm. rhythm of rest, um, which is good stuff. Um, Tom, talk about for you um, the most difficult piece of the soul journey. Well, I would like to paint a picture of some real life in order to answer that question. Okay. And it's probably going through the minds of of a lot of our listeners right now. And that is, I don't have time to take out like a day, you know, and a day and a half and an overnight once a quarter. I I don't have that space in my life. And, and so what the hard part for me along those lines was twofold. One, it was realizing that I could carve the time out and it would benefit my family. And it, it relates to your comments about productivity. 
one of the things that, that I've learned with age and, and about productivity is that if I stop my intense work earlier in the day and I start my rest earlier and I go to bed earlier, I can be so much more intense and productive in my work the next day. And I've learned my personal rhythms of when I'm the most productive and in the morning. So I'm like, I got to be on in the morning. I got to have coffee. I got to have sleep behind me. I've got all this, you know, <laughs> ready to roll. Uh, but back to my real life answer, uh, the whole way through this retreat, I, I did struggle at times with feeling like I was leaving my wife to handle everything at home. Because it's almost like our, our week's are not as busy as our weekends. Mm. You know, when you have young, younger children and very busy lives on the weekend, and uh, Chad, you don't know what that's about. Um, you know, it feels like you are deserting your, your family sometimes when, when you do something like this on the weekend. And I had to realign my thinking on that because my family, especially my, my wife, you know, Karen wanted me to do this. She, she knew the benefits of some, something like this. While she probably felt maybe a little bit of extra stress sometimes. Um, God made it work. You know, God gave me the time and it's actually made me more sensitive to giving her time now for things. Ah. See, so, so th- there's a bigger picture in all this for, and it's different sometimes in our, our, our own lives and our own families. But, but now since she's given me that gift I want to give her that gift back, but it might not be this retreat necessarily right now, or it might be uh, a different retreat, or it just might be a weekend away that she gets to spend with her friend or by herself. And and doing this retreat has also encouraged me to do my own personal retreats. And so we have more of a of, of a rhythm. But uh, the last thing I'll say is that. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Okay, can I interrupt you? Yeah. Um, when you go home. We start on Saturday afternoon at four and we get done at Sunday afternoon between four and five. Okay. Um, do you go home a little bit more loving and grace filled? Yeah, I feel more at peace. I feel like I've been filled up a little bit more. You know, my, my, my tank is full and, and I, when I go home, I feel refreshed and I feel like I am um, in the midst of Sabbath when I come home on that Sabbath Sunday, mm. like I've been in Sabbath since the day before. And so it, it just continues it th- throughout the weekend. And so when I hit Monday, I feel like that was a really restful and yet soulfully productive weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys... Um, Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Uh, I, I really appreciate you guys coming in, into the studio and just sharing your hearts. And uh, I love it that both of you guys, both of you are men's, uh, you know, uh, who just are men of character, men of integrity. You're not perfect, but you want to be men who make your life count. And, uh, and I, I, I'm grateful for both of you guys. So thank you. But um, Tom, would you pray for us? Sure. Would you pray for us guys? Because I think all of us, um, if we examine our souls, we need to go, you know what? I need to, I need to take a look under the hood. Sure. Would Let's, you pray for us? Yes. Let's pray. Lord, uh, I just thank you for Kurt and Chad and uh, this, this show, Solid Steps, has played an important role in many men's lives. And Lord, as men, we are wired to be warriors. We're wired to be leaders. And sometimes it is just who we are that prevents us from quieting our souls. 
Father, would you just fill us with your spirit? Fill us with your joy and your peace and your rest. Help us find Sabbath rest, even in the midst of our busyness every day. I thank you, Lord, for this retreat. Uh, I just pray that many, many more people will get to enjoy it and grow uh, as a result of being involved in it. And we just thank you for this time and, and this uh, this worshipful discussion as we talk about the souls that you have created in us. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Amen. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you guys. So hopefully you've heard something that might have piqued your interest and says, yeah, that's something I may be interested in doing. And again, if you may not be ready for this, but you know someone who wants to go but wouldn't want to volunteer themselves, a great idea is for a Christmas present to say, hey, can I get this for you? Information on this, how it breaks down, what the expectations are, are at furtherstillministries.org. That's furtherstillministries.org. Or you can reach out and send us a message on Facebook and we can follow up about more information on it. Uh, you know you need something and someone else you know needs it. Maybe you could uh, post this on your Facebook page, share this with someone that would be greatly appreciated. Now, the other thing too, Chad, is uh, this is great to do with a buddy or two um, or, or do it with your spouse. I, I just think there's just great advantage to when you do things with guys you're already connected to. Right. So um, again, we're on uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, type in Solid Steps Radio. You can hear all that in their entirety. Thanks to our great sponsors of our show. So if you heard something, you, you think, hey, I'm interested, man, you know you need it. Uh, please go to the furtherstillministry.org website for more information. Hey, thank you for listening. Share this on your Facebook page again for somebody who else, you know someone else is gonna need it. This has been a year that many people are like, my soul is tired. And I think the Lord is is yelling at us and maybe even whispering actually more <laughs> in this time. So uh, please keep us in mind and thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio.